Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, baby! It's Friday, baby! It's Friday! Oh, Jesus Christ. What was that? <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> I have to recompose my... What's that? What was that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was... For me, to me, that was so funny. I... <clears throat> I'm a bit ridiculous. I don't know if you can uh, you can tell. Um, please unpause my music. It's Friday, baby. My calculus teacher would always play this song on Friday, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I I kind of liked it because I was like, it is Friday. It's Friday. Time for the weekend. One of the worst weekends of my year. I don't know why. No sports. I don't. I have a week until. Preseason testing in Bahrain for Formula One. The combine is in two weeks. And I mean, this is like one of the only weekends for the next six months until August that I'm essentially just not going to be, you know, doing a whole lot of stuff. I'm just going to be relaxing. I'm going to play Harry Potter, Hogwarts Legacy. Because I haven't played that game in, a, in three or four days because I've been busy. I've been wrapping up the podcast. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's been a long one. It's been a great one. I'm a little bit disoriented <clears throat> because I did whatever I did a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes ago. I apologize. Maybe not. Maybe I don't apologize. Um, final podcast before the break. Again, we're going to have, I'm going to kind of talk about that at the top of the show. And I think we'll talk about music. I'm not sure. I'm down for anything. It's Friday, baby. It's Friday, baby. It's Friday. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, man, I am losing my mind. But it's Friday, baby. It's Friday. It's Friday. Thank God. <laughs> oh my god. This is so, pause it. It's so weird 
the context of this song, this song, again, was made by Rebe- Rebecca Black, who actually is apparently putting out some dope music. Maybe we'll listen to that. Maybe we'll, we, you know, we'll listen to a little bit of it. Why not? I'll shoot her. Sh- uh, you, know, you know, she's shooting her shot out here. Is it Rebecca Black? It feels like Rebecca Black has been like, it feels like because she's been really, really relevant for like, I mean, she's been a, Friday came out like a decade ago, but Rebecca Black just, it seems like, it feels like to me, she's more relevant. Yeah, she's 25 years old. She was like 14, 13 when she made that song. And I'm like, I know she's around my age. She's 25. I'm just like, yeah, like, <clears throat> it just feels like she's just gooberly relevant. But we'll um I guess we'll listen to some of her album. I'm not sure, we'll see. But yeah, Rebecca Black, um, Friday. My head hurts now <laughs> after doing whatever I did. But sorry, um, context to Friday. There's this weird guy who's rapping over the song. I'll play you a little bit of it. Weird guy. Weird guy. He worked with like a lot of child actors and singers singers and stuff like that. Weird. Weird guy. I don't really know what else to uh to say about him. Besides that he's weird. Regardless. Anyways. It's Friday, baby. Let's talk about uh, kind of, oh yeah, let's talk about the break, right? So about every six months, I go on a week-long break. This time around, it will be a week and a half long break. I will be uh, putting up the deuces. I'm gone for a week and a half. I will be back on Monday the 27th just in time for the combine. It's not the first day of the combine. It's just like, I guess the opening ceremonies. I'll talk about what's going on in Formula One, preseason testing. Yes, yes, yes. Drive to Survive is also coming out next week. Yes, yes, and yes. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. Oh my goodness. A lot of great stuff happening in the next couple of weeks. Super juiced up, but I will leave you literally as soon as I um I um I'm out. I'm done. As soon as I'm done with today's podcast, I will pretty much just go and bake some cookies. Bake some pecan brittle. Watch some Scooby Doo. Chill out. I'm very excited. Very excited. So what else? I mean, I could, you know what? Like, we got a lot of, uh, I, I don't have really a whole lot planned. This could be just 20, 30 minutes. Whenever I say that, ironically enough, I always go for like an hour or so. But I, I think this podcast will be 20, 30 minutes. Weirdly enough, if I can talk about sports for a couple of minutes, the worst of the worst has happened. Eric Bieniemy is now the offensive coordinator for Washington. He has literally taken a worse job in order to get a better job. I will quote you. James Baldwin, the unreasonable man says to the reasonable man, meet me halfway. So the reasonable man takes one step forward. The unreasonable man takes one step backwards. The unreasonable man then says, meet me halfway. Pretty much the gist of that story is that you can never please these people. 
They are unreasonable. They will always move the goalpost. They will always, always be unfair. And it seems as if with Eric Bieniemy, he can go in and have a great year next year with Washington. And you want to know what? It won't matter. It won't matter at all. He can go in and be awesome for Washington. Who's going to hire him? What more do you need to see? Some people are like, I need to see him without Patrick Mahomes. Wasn't the case for Doug Peterson or Mel uh, or what's his name? What's his face? Doug Peterson or Joe Judge. Or freaking what's his face? Matt Nagy, who's now the offensive coordinator. Chiefs offense will take a dip because of that. What a joke. Oh, gosh. Indescribably poor excuse for uh, for a league. What a joke. Um, we'll see kind of the consequences of that in the weeks to come. I was going to put this bullet. I was going to keep this, this gun loaded. I was going to keep this bullet left in the chamber. I'm going to fire it off. I'm going to get rid of it. I want a fresh start when we come back. Here's... Um, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, two of the most boring, bland NFL draft evaluators in the game. Um, so many other interesting personalities. They're just old, and everybody watches them, and they have a quote-unquote prestige because they're old, and that's kind of it. But here's Dumb and Dumber talking about the draft here. No idea what's going on in the draft whatsoever. How often do you have one of these classes? Like, does this stack up as, like, one of the worst drafts you can recall? I know we're still two and a half months away from the proceedings beginning, but how long ago do you recall a draft having this little sort of general talent in your estimation? I'll let you know that after the combine field, because once those numbers are in and you see where these guys stack up physically and athletically, we're kind of estimating right now and a lot of guys and guesstimating what they may be. But once the combine numbers are in, the pro days are over, and we get those grades, and I struggle to get 80. I struggle to get to 80. Normally, What? What? If you're a scrub like me, if you're somebody who doesn't do this for a living, if you're somebody doesn't go around evaluating players for a living the combine is essential it is essential because you don't watch college football like that you don't go out and you don't scout the individual players for the respective teams you don't go out and watch a hundred different players over the course of a couple of months like I will probably have to do this year You use the combine to essentially get some names. If you're Mel Kuyper, numbnuts, if you're Mel Kuyper, quote-unquote, one of the best analysts for drafts currently and right now, which it's bogus, he's bad, he's just put on a platform, and that's kind of what happens. But if you're Mel Kuyper and you say such buffoonery, like, we'll know where players are after the combine and after their pro days, I'm like, dude, you should have a feeling of where certain players are going to be right now. Like, I know Bryce is going to go number one, number two overall. I know Will Anderson is going to hover around there. I know that there's going to be a lot of wide receivers, five or six, that are going to kind of hover in and around the first round. And that's based off of the, and I have to express this enough. I cannot express this enough. That is based off of the limited college football that I watched. I pretty much didn't watch really a whole lot this year. And so to see Mel Kuyper be like, we'll know after the combine, 
I'm like, bro, that's what scrubs do. That's what I used to do before I started to watch players. Like the first year that I covered the draft, that was the first year that I was like that I watched the combine like from start to finish. And I even you can go back like two or three years ago, maybe four years ago, I can't remember when. You can go back and be like, oh, this guy literally doesn't know what he's talking about. But for Mel Kuyper to do that and to say that is just pitiful. It's abominable. I, I, it's just why I don't watch ESPN. Their reporting sucks. Oh, my God. Get out of my face. Way to ruin one of the final days on the podcast. Jesus Christ. Ugh, so, I'm, I'm not even going to play any more of that. I can't. <clears throat> I can't stand these people. Weird podcast that um that I was watching beforehand was that the uh, the just a little shady podcast, which is um Haley Eminem's daughter. I didn't know she had a podcast until like a couple of months ago, and then I started watching, and I was like, oh okay, this is kind of okay. This is interesting. It's interesting because she talks about her life being Eminem's daughter. Which, I mean, that is just fascinating to a T. I was just like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And I was like, oh, I'm happy for her. I'm happy that Haley is, you know, and I mean, it, like, to, to consider, like, who her dad is and kind of, like, the life that he lived and uh, her mom lived and, like, all this stuff and to see just kind of their relationship being portrayed in a very public space. And to see how well-adjusted she is is amazing. Oh, I mean, I don't know if it was her mom or her dad or a combination. It was probably a combination of the two. But, I mean, I'll say this about Eminem, and I think it's Kim, right? It's Kim. Like, they may have done some stuff in the public and things of that nature, but Eminem loves his fucking daughter. And I think her mom does as well. I just, I don't really hear of anything <clears throat> about Kim. But I think Eminem's patched up the relationship with Kim as well. It's so weird how, like, I, I don't want to say how good of a dad Eminem seems, because I don't think that's it, but it's just like, you know what I mean. It's just like, um, you know, it, like, he, he seems like a good dad, according to, like, his daughter and, like, himself and how he's, like, very pre uh, present and stuff like that. I don't know. It's very, very, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. And how often he references his daughter to be able to put a name and a face, maybe not a name, but like a face and like a persona to Haley is so interesting. And it's just like, it makes me wonder so much about so many different things about Haley. She's such an interesting person. It's like she's like Casper, you know? Maybe not Casper, but she's like, um, she, she's unique, I'll say. It's like you hear her referenced in his music over and over and over again, and you're like, who is this person? Especially in the early 2000s, and then you, you're like, oh, this is what she was doing, you know? During, <laughs> during the Slim Shady LP era, I was like, oh, okay, she's like hanging out at, at Disney World and stuff like that. <laughs> that was... Sorry. Um, oh, yeah, Skrillex came out with a new album. Um, yesterday, it's going to be super interesting. We'll listen to a little bit of that. I don't know if it's any good, though. I don't know. We'll listen to, like, two or three tracks. What else happened? Oh, yeah, I said Rebecca Black. We would listen to some Rebecca Black. I'm super interested 
to listen to Rebecca because I just I have not heard of any of her music ever outside of Friday. So, and then you want to know what I got a. Oh, she made, ooh, she made a remix. Ooh, okay. She made a remix to Friday. Oh, I gotta listen to this. I gotta listen to this. It's kind of like a trolley song. I'm like, it's not good. It's not very good. I'm not liking this. I would not. It's not as bit of a bump. Let me let me fast forward a little bit to like the most replayed part. Hold on. All right, we're done. <laughs> I'm like, we're done. Okay, we're done with that. I wish that was a. I wish that was a bit better because I know she can actually sing. I know she is much better than what she just put out. Um, wow, that was disappointing. She also put out Saturday. Yeah, let me. Saturday is like, oh yeah, she did. Here it is. Oh Here's God, a look. Okay, it's like a, you know, like a summer pop song. It's like, it's all right. I'll say this, it's it's much better than Friday. Like if we're just like, you know, uh, it's it's better than the remix, way better. I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was bad. I, I remember it being bad and I was like, no, this is actually, it's actually way better. He's improved. <clears throat> she also like, it's so weird because it's like, on the one hand, she was like a YouTuber I guess for like a hot minute. And then on the other hand, she's like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Really hard to describe. She was like a YouTuber and now she's just like making music and putting music out. This is, um, I got a couple of tracks, literally two. This is Sick to My Stomach, Rebecca Black. Let me, after I, Listen to an ad, unfortunately. Here it is now.
told you to move on And girl, that's what you did But I'm not doing the same thing So I can't say anything I don't even miss you I promise I mean that I don't want you for myself I don't want to see you with somebody else I thought we'd get back together Wanted to see you forever Vocals are way better than like pretty much. I I didn't even know she had this in her. Wow, not a big fan of the song though. Actually, not a huge fan of it. <clears throat> I don't know. Kind of wish some of the melodies were better. Anyways, final track. Look at you. I was kind of excited for this. I hope this is good. I don't. I don't like to rip on people. I hope. I hope this next song is good. It's a music video, so you'll hear some ambient noise. People see you on the screen and think you make believe. But I tell them you're better in person. You got that kind of confidence that makes everyone obsessed. But be honest. I know that you're hurting But I guess everyone's got someone who can blow their shit up 
let you down She's got nothing on you I hope you see that now And I'd be lying If I said I wasn't jealous of you Again, the vocals are good. It's just, I don't know. Or not good, but they're significantly better than what they originally were. But I don't know. I'm not that big of a song. Or not that big of a fan, excuse me, of the song. I mean, goodness gracious. Let's listen to some Skrillex now. Isn't this his first album in like 10 years? And he's got Swally on a song? I gotta listen to this. And he's got Missy Elliott on another song. Oh, I gotta listen to that one too. What's up with like 2010 being relevant in 2022 or 23 now? I guess it's just Jesus Christ. I think it's like with songs like that, with just EDM, I'm always, I'm always here for the bass drop. I'm always here to see how you're going to transition. It's a build up. It's a rising action. Give me the peak. Give me the good stuff. I did not like, I did not like how that song transitioned. I didn't even listen to the full of it. The next song. With Missy Elliott, I hope it's I hope it's a, I hope the bass drop is better. No. <laughs> I'm like no. I'm like it, it for me it doesn't work. Oh, gosh. Anyways. Oh, yeah. By the way, Logic came out with a new with a new song as well. So excited to listen to this. I listened to some of it, but I'll listen to um, more of it here on the podcast. This is Wake Up with Logic. Or Wake Up by Logic. Wake up every day. 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 
Tried to get in my hand, but I didn't want to be that man. Look in the mirror, couldn't see that man. Pick up the pen, never sticked up the man. Only pick up the stick if I need to defend. If I did it back in, I'd drop dead. No a nigga doing nothing, cause he a hothead. I took a ride through my city the other day. Wonder what would have happened if it all went the other way. Jump in the whip, now I reminisce on the days when I was running around the Ave. Could have never imagined the way that my life would have turned out and all of the things that I have. I ain't talking material, talking about my material. The shit that I'm writing, the shit that I've been through. I went through the worst, but I made it out. Like the Alpha Omega, then show me which way it could go. Yeah, he laid it out. Instead of just sitting on the beach, I'm reconnecting with the streets. They wasn't paying attention. I was praying for ascension. No need to mention my attention to detail. Homie, we well prevail. A lot of mother Motherfuckers wanna wake up every day Then they murder they own but they know it's another way Fuck all that violence and drugs and communities This song right here is immunity They call it a trap cause they trapping us Take our money then they don't give it back to us Black man can't even get himself a bachelor Dropped out of school then he pick up his spatula Cause he never had a good role model Just a hood role model Now I know that's the old model We breaking that cycle I think I see the finish line Got a vision now don't diminish mine A lot of brothers in the hood doing good And I know I see it all the time But they only wanna push all the drugs And all the crime on channel 9 Fuck all that fantasy, this shit right here for my people. Every day, wake up. People that struggling, people work hard as they can, but they still don't feel equal. Trust me, I know. Wake up, every day. I've been here before. Every day, wake up, every day. Trust me, I know. Every day, wake up. That feeling don't never go. Every day, wake up. You, 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 Logic and his best friends drive through the slums of College Park in a Chevy Impala, around the streets of Prince George's County, cruising through an unknown universe, beginning a journey that would inevitably alter the course of not only their own, but the lives of millions of people around the world. Yeah. That's good. That was, um... That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I like that. You know, Logic has, what is it? Logic has College Park coming out in about a week. College Park is his newest independently released album um, that he is selling. We're not selling, but he's gonna put out. I'm look. I'm on his merch site, and I was like, he's putting out some vinyl as well. <clears throat> and I mean, he's got like, look. I've been for some of his some of his projects, um, like vinyl days. It was kind of hit and miss with me. Um, I wish it was just better, or maybe not better, but I think it, I just wish it was a little bit more consistent. Um, I because I wish like for example, every single song had the quality of Vinyl Days, because I think Vinyl Days is probably one of the best songs he's ever made. And um, I think in a lot of ways it was, it had some weak songs on it. And skits, it had a lot of skits in it, and that's one of the things that kind of like irked me a little bit about the, um, about the project was just how many skits were in it, and I was just like, dude, I just want to listen to some good music, you know? I don't know, but I'm being fussy and picky and stuff like that. But um, Wake Up was probably one of his better singles he's put out here in the last year or so, including Vinyl Days. 
with that album, there's Vinyl Days has a track on it called Vinyl Days. So it's I it's it's very confusing. I know. But Vinyl Days to me, or not even Vinyl Days, but College Park has come out. College Park is the new album that he's going to put out next week. College Park has some really, really nice tracks on it that I'm really, really excited for. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Hmm. Kind of just like crossing my eyes, dotting my T's here. Give me like uh, two seconds. Give me like two seconds. Kind of just like looking at some stuff here. I think that's it. I think that's it for the podcast. I think I'm done. For about a week and a half. I think I'm done for about a week and a half. Oh, goodness gracious. It has been. Absolutely. You know what I feel? I feel like I could go on for an additional six months. I don't feel defeated. I don't feel deflated. You know, sometimes you go on a break and you're just like, I'm just excited to have free time during the week. That's what I'm excited for. I'm just like, yes, it's play video game. And I get to be less responsible with the podcast because I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, to record the podcast for two. It's kind of like that. It's not necessarily, oh my gosh, I'm excited to not record a podcast, but it's just like, yes, I get to have free time and I get to do stuff whenever I want, you know, like that. I won't hold you for too much longer. I'm excited to come back. I'm excited for the rest of the shows. I'm excited for Formula One, the Combine, Draft. I'm excited for all that. I'll try and get some prospects in here. I'll try and watch some of these prospects here in the next couple of weeks. Some of the top guys. Who am I? I'm going to try and watch some of these wide receivers here in the next couple of days. You know what? I don't understand if I can kind of mention it to you briefly as a podcast listener. I kind of try and describe to you my process as it pertains to watching players in the draft. How I watch players in the draft is I'll essentially just watch about an hour to an hour and a half of one player. And um, usually that'll encompass three games. I mean, really it won't even need to be an hour or an hour and a half, excuse me, because I'm only going to watch three games. I try and select the best and the worst, and I'll try and see, you know, what a player does the best and the worst in a game that's kind of average. And that's kind of how I go through it. It's tedious. It's long. I'll try and watch Quinn Jefferson. I keep saying Jefferson, but it's Johnston. Um, I'll watch some of the Tennessee guys. I'll watch the Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker, I feel like I feel pretty confident on Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. I've seen both of them play three three games in a row. It's weird. It's like I've looked at already because of just osmosis and I've looked at like two games of Hendon Hooker. I kind of need a refresher. I think I like Hendon Hooker, and by I think I like it's like I just need to refresh my mind and things of that nature. But I also want to see some of his wide receivers here, Jalen Hyatt, and also. Cedric Tillman. It's so weird for me as an evaluator to watch these players in February, come up with an opinion on February and see so many people's opinions change 
within the next couple of months. It's almost as if they just never watch these players and they just come to a conclusion based off of what the NFL trends are kind of like trending to, you know? It's almost that way because it, it is that way. And it's a bit obnoxious to me whenever I try and whenever I hear people be like, I watched this guy or I'm evaluating this guy and blah, 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 blah. And, and, um, like a week or two later, their perspective on them completely changed. And I'm like, how many games did you watch? Which games did you watch? And things of that nature. And I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's ridiculous. But, um, I'm peacing out for today. I'll see you in a week and a half. It is 20 to 30 minutes. It's 37 minutes, but podcast length is like 37. Now almost 38 as I take forever to end the podcast. Thank you so much for, thank you so much for tuning in. Cannot wait for the next six months of the podcast. I'll see you on Monday, the 27th. I'm out for about a week and a half. 24's podcast.